Microphone check, one, two, one, two. Welcome back for another week with your host, The Splendor. That is I, the mind of The Splendor, who I am, Splendor Mind. Was that good? Somewhere. Don't even answer that. Okay. <laughs> um, this week, brand new week, brand new discussion. I want to do something a little bit different again. I brought back uh, one of my dear friends and an artist who is, what, again, bruh. We're freestyling, so just introduce yourself again, man. Yo, 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 my name is Michael Abraham. Mike, how's it going, man? Everything blessed, man, quite excited. I'm excited to have you back. You was on here on episode two. Episode two. So episode one, I did it on my own. Episode two, you joined. Yeah. Episode three, I did it on my own. Episode four, you joined. Yeah. I don't know if this is a pattern, but... You never know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not one of those guys that's like, each episode has to sound... Because you never know, like, my topics are based on what, happen, what happened on a weekly basis. So I will speak about something that's happened this past week mm. type thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because if I come with like predated topics, I don't want my podcast to sound dated unless I'm talking to you about a particular topic that you could talk about anytime. Mm. Uh, but the reason why I brought you here today is because, but what's happening Friday? Well, Friday I've got my first EP coming out. What's it called? Tell the Charlie White. Okay. Yes, sir. Tell me about it. So, yeah. so wait, for Friday, yeah? This Friday. First Tell me the date, just in case. Friday the 13th. So, so Friday, thirteenth of November, November two thousand and twenty, twenty twenty. Cool. It'll be all platforms, all streaming platforms. Okay, cool. So I brought you here because I want to dedicate this episode purely for you. You never know, like in in, in years time when both of our careers in music, uh, podcasting, when they reach a great height, you can look back and be like, you know, for my first ever EP I dropped, there's an episode. So whether people listen or not, it's just, it's just like yeah, I said, I, I agree. a bit like our old, the other episode we did. It's yeah. like one of those things to look back and be like, do you remember that time? Yeah. So, because I don't know, a lot of people, I guess, when they drop their first EP, in times like this, artists don't really do interviews like that. Mm. So when they drop like their first tape or something, it's just, that's all we have. We don't actually know them as a person. Mm. Um, so this is kind of for you to like give a background story. And then Friday it comes out. Yeah, definitely. Because okay. November's your month. It's also your birthday month. Yeah, man. The best month in the world. Shout out to Joe Biden. Jeez. He's, he's born on... The same day as The me, same man. day. Yeah, so is Future. The, I think that's why I'm going to be the greatest. I'm joking. And last time you called yourself the future. The future. AKA future, future. Yeah. Um, so now I'm the president. And now the president. So <laughs> the future hey. president. Oh, jeez. Yeah, but you'd have to migrate to America <laughs> and all of that. Um, so yeah. I'm not really going to do much talking today. I'm just going to ask you a few questions. We'll go back and forth. Sure. Um, but this tape, tell me about this tape. Oh yeah, man. This tape. How, is... However you want to explain it. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, this tape is basically about Charlie White. So my name is Michael Abraham, but Charlie White is like my alter ego, in some sense. So yeah. Charlie White is more. He's more expressive. He's more out there. He's more outrageous. He's more aggressive. He's more. Um, he's that slim shady, but me, my, my version of it, basically. Right. So um, it's basically just introduction to him. I wrote this tape last year, so all the songs that are on it is kind of old in a way. Yeah. But um, no one's heard it, so it's coming out Friday, and um, it's just an introduction to my style, and um, yeah, I just hope people fuck with it, man, really and truly. What sort of music are we expecting? Um, there's a mixture of different things. So it's alternative hip hop mixed with like alternative R and B, and a bit of Britpop. Britpop. Mm-hmm. What's that? I've never heard of Britpop. Britpop is like um, like Blur. Um, Oasis, mm. that sort of style, but I, it's that is that style with like eight oh eight, 
So it's kind of like, it's kind of new, man. I don't really think there's many people you can compare my style to. I'm yeah. not saying I have to big my st- myself up. Actually, some people say it's a weakness of mine, actually. Uh-huh. That is like, you know, when you make music these days, you kind of have to put it in a box and genre. So people say, oh, you can sound like this guy. So you put it in that playlist or right. whatnot, whatnot. But my style is kind of like not one thing. So it's kind of hard to categorize me and put me in a box or put me in a playlist situation too. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So kind of like an outsider, in a way. I like it, man. I like it. I mean, you know, you know what the saying is, right? Like with your first album, first tape, whatever, you have like your whole life to yeah. create it. Are you going in? Are you treating it like you've spent your entire life making this sort of thing? Um, no, no, I wouldn't say that because I made I made all the songs like last year. So yeah, I made all the songs last year, twenty three. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah. So I already have another album. Ready. Cool. I'm still developing it. It's on the way. So this one has how many songs? Four songs. It's an EP. And then and then you start rolling out the rest of your music. Yeah. So you, yeah, yeah. if you already have an album, then you, I guess you have a plan. Some sort, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. I, I, mean, sh- I shouldn't even say an album. I should say a mixtape, but to me it's an I album. I mean, listen, once, once you... Album. Once you... It depends what your plan is. When, when you hit that major sort of scene, whether you decide to sign or not, whatever you put out, when you gain that, that, that mass audience, that specific project will be your debut regardless. Exactly. So, for example, I don't know who can I name. Occasion, you had a you had a project called Nostalgia Ultra, which was technically a mixtape. Well, okay, well, uh, technically a mixtape. Technically, it's an album to him, though. Yeah. So well, for one is all about Drake. That's what I was literally gonna say Drake, but I don't want to keep mentioning Drake because I keep mentioning Drake. But again, I'm mentioning Drake. You so, love him. I don't know him. He's, he's he's one of my favorite artists. So I, I don't want to mention Drake. Um, before so far gone, you know, we had room for improvement. We had comeback season, but. His debut to the scene was so, so far, far gone. gone. To be honest, the reason why I do like so far gone because it's like a very. It's kind of like I'm not comparing myself to Drake anyway, but like at the time that sound that he had, maybe Kanye West might have done it a year before Eight Weeks of Heartbreak. But he didn't well, do so it, far gone. He didn't do it the way Drake did it. So far gone and Eight Weeks are probably the two most impactful projects today. If we're talking about how music has been changed, music yeah. sounds today yeah. in terms of the the, the rapping, yeah. the singing. But again, a lot of people would credit that to Kid Cudi, because Kid, what was the tape he dropped before 808s? Oh, before 808s, um, he had a mixtape out. Well, see, people would credit him, a lot of people would credit Andre 3000, but for me, the two Wait, most distinctive... In, in terms of the sound, or just the fact Andre inspired, was Inspired Kid Cudi... Well, to me, Andre 3000 is the reason there is a Kid Cudi sound in the way Kid Cudi sounds and the way Kanye made that album. Is it because like a singer is not really... He, just, he was singing, but he was not really like... like a singing, rapping, singer. yeah. But yeah. Kanye, for me, and Drake, mm-hmm. introduced it in a darker way. Because what's the... Um, More formatic. Hey, hey, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we look at what the, the if we dissect the very lyrics, sad, very it's sad very song. sad, but yeah. it doesn't sound like a sad song. Yeah, yeah, true. But then if you listen to 808s and So Far Gone, along with the lyrics being sad, there is that dark vibe to it. Mm. So, of course, I mean, to be honest, I'm not really a Kid Cudi fan, but we're not going to get I into that. I love Kid Cudi. And, 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 and so many people love Kid Cudi. To me, Kid Cudi is, he's all right. He's no, all right. He's legendary, man. He's, he's inspired me, man. My like, favourite song would probably be Pursuit of Happiness and not because Drake really? was in the video. Was Drake in the video? Yeah. Oh, they used to be cool that something happened. Yeah, I mean... He knows, man. Biggest mistake of Kid Cudi. No, you can't say that. But my favourite Kid Cudi album is actually Man on the Moon 2. Another song called... Um, 
with Mary J. Mary J. Blige on. I don't remember what it's called. Mary J. Blige. Yeah, Blige. Blige. Mary J. Blige. You said Blige. I said Blige. <laughs> Mary J. Blige. Just come a bit closer, bro. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Mary J. Blige, and it's called "Don't Play This Song." That's like my favorite Kikali song. That's, I love that song. But yeah, man, the album. Um, sorry, the EP is basically just the introduction to my my journey and my story. Yeah. And um, I'm a very ambitious guy. I really want to dominate the world. Um, I see everything like Monopoly. Mm-hmm. I'm just playing chess right now. I like it, man. I like it. So once this tape comes out, I guess what are you hoping from it? I have no expectations, but I just wanted to get me to a better position than I am right now. So even as like working with better producers, not better producers, but more producers, I should say, or just like getting more better facilities, you know, getting yeah. my videos out, just starting a wave, man, just like step by step. You know, so hopefully this time next year I'll be in a better position than next year. I'll be, you know what I mean? Just gradually. It's not even hopefully. It's just, I think I think in the next six months or a year you're guaranteed to be in a better position. I mean, I've I probably how much have I heard of it? Oh the um, EP. Have I heard it all? Um, I think you have. But have I heard it all finished? Um. Yeah. I mean, except for who's trying to write, who's trying to write. Actually, what you're have. changing it up? No, no. The ending is extended. For the original time, I released it before. Then I don't actually get into that story because it's a bit too. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> listen. You can say whatever you want to say. No, I basically had a label deal, man, and like they wanted to sign me. Cool, they liked the music, and I had um a song called "Who Is Charlie White" out, a song called "Teenage Comeback" and "Okay No Okay" out. Right. And those three songs were going to be in the EP. Right. But obviously, they wanted to sign me, so they wanted me to take it down. And I didn't sign to them, but I still took the songs down, which I should have done. Which I remember saying to you, unless you are contractually obliged that's a tongue twister to do it mm. then if you aren't legally you shouldn't have taken it down I mean not legally saying like I'll, it's I'll, illegal to take it's your song yeah. they, they don't own the rights to it I think I was just super excited that label wanted to sign me I just I was naive a bit and um, I took it down I mean I understand, I understand. Yeah, that's literally what it was I, I, was, I actually was going to sign you, it you, I mean I remember at the time you was very excited yeah I was I was like very yes excited. Like, I, I think to sure. the point where um, to the point where you didn't I guess you didn't know the ins and outs of what they were what they were saying in the contract you was probably like just happy to be presented one right yeah man, I was honestly. which is why the song was taken down yeah, um, yeah. so now we're releasing it but in hindsight though I feel like it has helped me develop as an artist because now I had time to like work on new material and um, basically a whole year to work on like a lot of music and yeah now like for next year I'm not going to say that I want to like do this and that, but when people hear it, they're like, "Wow, he really took his time and like you know worked on the sound." So yeah, I understand, I understand, man. I mean, to be honest, I've I've been around for quite some time with you, so I've obviously heard the development of your of your music and the sounds and all. Um, I like it. I mean, we have conversations on a daily basis in terms of the direction I can suggest you go in. So we we always have these conversations. So I'm excited for the tape anyway. I hope. Um, Others are excited. Let me ask you this. How do I ask? <laughs> How do I ask? D- music in general, right? How long have you been doing it for? On like a serious basis? What, what do you consider serious? Well, I mean, I remember you saying before on the podcast that you took some time off. and then Yeah, so basically I started to... Okay, do you want to hear the full story? So Go for it, man. As a kid, I was a dancer. Right. I used to play football and dance. 
And like, I was really sick at dancing it. I used to be in crews and stuff. I used to go to like tournaments and battles. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get all the girls. I used to love, I used to love Usher and Chris Brown. So I kind of learned how to sing through them. Yeah. Then, um, then what happened was I stopped playing football. Then I discovered the style of the Ultra by Frank Ocean. 2011, then I told myself I've become an artist. But I didn't write my first song until I was 16, which was in, uh, I think, 2013. And I recorded a song or released it. And it did really well. It got like 70k views yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. But I didn't pay for the beat. So the, um, the producer took it down. <laughs> The producer, yeah, he just like of of of, of that of, beat that I put out. So the first song I ever heard, of yeah, 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 right. He took it down. It just messed me. I just lost all confidence in myself. I thinking, damn. But I, why would he take it down? Cause I didn't pay for the beat. I didn't even tell him that I'm using it. I just took it. Damn. So okay, but yeah, I was young though. I didn't re- I didn't know anything. I didn't know any words really. So like, kind of ruined my confidence. But I think I'm never gonna get that number again. That's what I think it was. I'm thinking, how am I gonna like? So it kind of just like. I don't know, I just felt like I was kind of stuck in a phase. So I kind of, um, I was still like, kind of writing, not really too much. Then, um, what year were you? Give me, give me like a timeline. Uh, so yeah, so I put the song out 2013, then um, he took it down in 2013, then I kind of stopped releasing music ever since. Was this, so was this only on YouTube? Yeah, there was no SoundCloud. I don't know the SoundCloud. It wasn't on, could you, I don't know, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't really I remember. Was I, just, I was just kind of, I was trying to copy the weekend method because he, he was putting stuff out on YouTube. But there wasn't, it wasn't on like iTunes? No, I didn't know how to do that. I mean, yeah, same. That's I was why 16. I, I, I actually, that's not an excuse to say I was 16. I've only learned about distribution in the past few months. <laughs> but at the time, I didn't know how to do that. I right. real, I didn't know how to do so that. So it was on YouTube yeah. and SoundCloud? I think it was on SoundCloud. I don't remember SoundCloud was a thing. Was SoundCloud a thing in 2013? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it wasn't. I think it had it, to be. It had to be, yeah. I think it was on SoundCloud. I mean, I know it's been around for a time, but maybe we weren't exposed yeah. to SoundCloud. I mean, I was more of a 2 bitty. Do you remember Tubity? No. But do you remember um, I Am One? No. That was, that was a website. Me and one of my old friends, we used to go on. Anytime a new song would come out, it would go straight on that website. And it was like an illegal download. Um, Tubity? No, not Tubity. It was called I Am One Music. I think it's I Am... Whoever's listening and remembers will definitely know what I'm talking about. It's called I Am One. I would like... After this session, I'll... Um, I'll show it to you. But that was around that time. Like, you can upload music on there, but whoever was releasing music, like hip-hop or whatever hmm. as soon as it comes out you would find out on there because today if a drake sorry for saying drake but if drake releases a song um is that the fifth time he said his name <laughs> drake 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 <laughs> uh, if 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 he if he releases a song i mean i don't know about you but my phone gets a notification no my phone does not get a notification <laughs> <laughs> i can't lie jake will love you man you're a real fan like yeah, it's your Do you know what fan. it is? I'm like a fan of feel like music. You're a pre-star, but I feel like you'll appreciate it. I mean, listen, I don't really care. Because for me, I don't Why care. Why are you lying? Jake walk into the room and be like, you know how um, celebrities sometimes surprise fans or something like that? And he comes into your house. So you don't act like he wouldn't be like, wow, it's Drake. How do you think I'm going to respond? You tell me how you think I'm going to respond. You might think. If I see Drake? Yeah. All right, now let me tell you something. If he, if he comes and says, yo, Z, what's up? You're going to fall down, bro. Come on. First of all, <laughs> if any celebrity walks into the home, in my home, I'm not fainting for nothing. It's my home. Like, why am I fainting in my own home? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Second of all, I've seen Drake before. You met him? I've, I went to his, uh, his show last year at the O3. But you didn't meet him, though. You didn't say his name. No, but you know when he's, like, singing and looking to the crowd? 
Mm-hmm. I think like we looked at each other. <laughs> Pause. No, no, no. Like I don't know. I just feel like I feel like if he was, if I was at a show again, he'd probably recognize me. Probably. Because yeah. I think when he looked into the crowd, he, I think for a second he thought, "Wait, hold on. Am I sick? Am I like?" He probably thought like <laughs> he was I or something. You know? Because wow, I've been getting it since two thousand and nine. What you don't you like enjoy comparisons? Yeah, that's what you kind of do. I know. I'm not kind of. It's remember, okay. If you're a Drake fan, when he goes on stage, what does he say? I go by the name of Drizzy Drake. Okay, introducing yourself. So, again, don't let it go over your head. You can't say Drizzy without saying Z. There's no rules. And basically, well, I was hoping you would laugh, but you've made me feel really awkward now, so it's fine. <laughs> that was a rubbish. That wasn't, I mean, it's facts. You can't say Drizzy without saying Z. Back in BBM days, my BBM name was Drizzy. It would be D, capital D, pause, R-I-Z, and then capital Z-E-E. Because he spells it as D-R-I-Z-Z-Y. Wow. But I spell it as D-R-I-Z-Z-E-E. Because it's Drizzy. What year was this? 2000 and... BBM, BBM. Yeah, so 2012 to 2004. 13, I want to say. No, 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 I've been no, on BBM Before that, before that. No, but I was like a late bloomer. Oh. I probably went on BBM around 2011. I got in 2010. My BBM name was the new Chris Brown. The new Chris Brown. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, I used to sing yeah. to girls. I used to sing to girls on voice notes. I used to get bare chicks doing that. What, singing to girls on voice notes? <laughs> yeah. I told you what I used to do. I used to like let people know that I'm an artist and I used to play unreleased Drake songs and twitch the pitch <laughs> and just say, yeah, look guys, I sing. Wow. And then, and then, some like my friends would message me, Where are you? I'm in the studio. And they'd be like, Oh, I'd take a picture. And I'll just find a picture on a Google Images. So, uh, that you're, was you're a slag guy. Man. Let's come, man. Let's, let's, uh, but yeah, man. Um, so, so cool. Let, let me ask you this support. Are you receiving support? What do you mean by support? From people around you. Do people around you support you? Oh, be weird if I said no. They do, yeah. I mean, have I, you ever received. Criticism, hate. Recently, have you ever been in a position where you're like, oh, I don't know if I can have. I get certain bro, people around I get me criticized all the time. <laughs> and how do you deal with that? I don't know, man. Come to point, I'm kind of numb to people's like opinions. You should be because, I mean, I get criticized. Yeah. I'm only like this is like the fourth episode. I've been criticized, and I've only done three episodes by many people. But then what you got to realize is, for people to have that much. Well, no, because criticism is a good thing, depending on how you receive it. Yeah. But when people display hate, you just have to remove the curtains and see how they really are and why they're showing that hate. Mm. So for me, when I remove the curtains from the people that were hating, I just realised that some of these people are actually drug addicts. <laughs> what the <laughs> <laughs> left. Some, like, some of these people are drug addicts. Okay. So when they display hatred or anything negative yeah for me it's like keep going how so that's how i deal with it i just like to spectate um, what, what's really going on with them before i, I can't go. like it eats me up sometimes though cause i really like i'm one of those people who really listen to what people have to say like if i know you tell me something i will listen to you but so it depends on your relationship with that person not for me for me everyone's the same like <laughs> so you you would take criticism from i know it's random person who yeah. barely knows your music. It's not even that. It's not even criticism. It's more or less, if you say something that I already feel, right. that's when I have an issue in it. Like, 
you know, someone says, oh, you might sound off in this thing. I already think that. Are you telling me? He's like, ah, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That sort of thing always gets to me. It eats me up. But, um, but yeah, back to the story though. Mm-hmm. So like, so I stopped releasing after the song got taken down. And that was 2013. 13. Yeah, the song was called Love in the City. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it did all right. I still have it. I might release it in the future. Yeah. Just to show people this is my first song ever, but that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I was just, I kind of went through like a D'Angelo phase where I was just learning how to like. I remember that time. Yeah, yeah I, I loved D'Angelo. He was passionate. He was one of my favourite artists ever. I saw him live uh, in 2014 in Hammersmith. He's fucking dope, man. I wish he released more music. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just went through a D'Angelo phase. I just like, like, he stacks his vocals in a really interesting way. So I kind of learned how to do that. Not the way he does it, though. But, um, yeah. Then I met a guy called Alex. So Pappy, sorry, artist. No, what's his, you know my name is producer name. So yeah, I met him. What's his name? You know my name. Oh okay. Get it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like Rush Hour. Rush Hour Three. That scene. What's my name? You. Yeah, you. What's your name? You. <laughs> you, remember, you remember that scene? I do still. And he's like, um, the, yeah. <laughs> that's funny, but um. But yeah, I met him and we kind of like kicked it off. But it co- it took a while for us to kind of like, you know, get. I mean, you have you have. I like two two of the songs that you guys put together. You no, know funny enough, he produced everything from this EP. So he's the main producer. Yeah, but well, everything, beat, er- everything yeah, is old though, so it's kind of like. So I. So what whatever I hear, I've I've definitely heard. Mm-hmm. But it's I guess what more polished, mastered. What's yeah, the this just all just like mastered. But the thing is, it's not really for me because obviously I put out some song already. It's not really about people who know me. I don't really, to be honest, I don't really care about anyone knows these opinions. I'm just trying to get people who I don't know. That's the thing. To that's, to yeah, because that's uh, that's when you start to gain momentum when people that don't know you yeah. listen. Because the people that you know can listen all day. But yeah. but if you're only reaching <laughs> them, that's an issue. Then how are you supposed to grow? Do you know yeah. what I mean? And to be honest, I don't really, I don't think my fan base are going to be my friends anyway. Like, so. I mean, to be honest, that's, I've told you this before, when, whenever you do something, when your friends don't like it, that's when it means you're doing something right. Because you are who you hang around, you are a product of your surroundings. So if you place, place yourself in a community filled with certain type of people, chances are, after spending enough time with them, you are going to think and act exactly like them. But once you step out of that community and you place yourself in a whole different, in a whole new environment, you adapt, you start to change. If I give you and me, for example, at some point, at one point, we were all around each other for so long, right? Mm. To the point where a lot of our ideas probably sounded the same, um, we thought the same, X, Y, Z. And then I went off and did my thing completed my studies got a job and all those sort of things and then when i returned i brought i guess a new perspective because i've done some growing in another in another place so point is when you're in a specific community for such a long time if you only make music that pleases them then chances are it won't grow outside of that community yeah but again that's what that's what i said i think i think the issue i had was that because Really and truly, I'm a singer, and like everyone these days raps, you know, rapping, rap, hip hop's like the new pop, and hip I love hip hop. I'm not saying it to like down or nothing like that. No, I mean, I, I you know, me, but for me personally, hip-hop. I prefer musical melody. Mm-hmm. Luckily enough, our generation, yeah. luckily enough, our generation has like melody in their raps now, yeah, stuff like that. But at the time, a lot of people trying to make me rap, and I don't know, I just don't think I felt like they thought singing was kind of sus. I just, you know, what I mean, it's, it's, I just kind of got like. 
I don't have to explain it. It was more or less like yeah, but some... then but then at the same time, if we go back to uh, two thousand and ten, eleven, yeah, you remember that time period with the Dougie and the the jerk and Chris Brown was like the Chris Brown was like the um, biggest artist and like a fashion icon. Everyone used to wear the snapbacks with the skinny jeans in the backpack. I was certainly that guy, mm. and I looked great. <laughs> I wasn't afraid to. I used to listen to Lloyd. Yeah. Lloyd to me is one of my favorite. Some people say I kind of sound like him when I sing. Like Lloyd, not all the way, but like a similar tone. Lloyd to me was like the closest thing to MJ in terms of vocal ability. Vocal ability. To be now, honest, now like, we can say it's the weekend. Yeah. But to me, it, to me, it still is Lloyd. Lloyd to me is one of. The, he doesn't have that much projects, but he's one of the most underrated R and B singers to me. Mm. Um, I really wish him and Lil Wayne did more songs together or dropped like a collaborative tape. Mm. That would have been great. But I mean, like you said, a lot of people thought, what, you singing was sus or yeah, just singing I, in general was sus? obviously, when you look at me, obviously you guys might not see me right now because of the podcast, but you, you actually see me as a, as a person. Yeah, I'm a tall guy. I don't look, I don't look the way I sound. <clears throat> so I think that kind of like... Yeah, you, have, you, have, you have a soft tone. I have a soft tone and a soft single voice too. Yeah. So like people kind of just... Yeah, so I'll be I'll go to the studio with bare like hood niggas there and I'm like singing, I'm thinking this is not right. Like I feel uncomfortable. Because of like your environment. Yeah, I just felt uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, I just felt so uncomfortable. And I just yeah and But that's why like when you was with these these new producers that uh, you'd sent me songs with, I was I was absolutely mind blown because clearly they norm they they you must be comfortable around them. To a certain extent, yeah. To the point where you can make a mu- music the way you've released, not released, but you made those specific songs that mm. they're not coming out till next year. Next year, right, 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 right. So, <clears throat> cool. You then come back to making music. So, twenty fifteen, should we say, till now, you've like on a consistent <clears throat> basis, you've um, been just producing, producing, producing. I've been writing a lot. I haven't been recording as much, so I started to really record twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen is when I felt like I found. Like, that's why um, I made Charlie White. Like that's, what I, yeah, that's, what I thought, that's what I made the character Charlie White. I mm-hmm. realised, okay, shit. I got, I got a bit... Of, I didn't really know who I was as a person yet, I don't think. Yeah. So I kind of came up with idea of Charlie White. He was like... As a kid, I was a very naughty kid. So I want to say I'm at ADHD. I don't know. I don't think I do. So um, so Charlie White was basically like my imagination. He's like... A, like let's say, if I'm Superman, Charlie White is Batman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I'm Clark... You know what I'm saying? Something like that. If I'm Clark Kent, that's Superman. Full yeah. thing. So... Um, yeah, I made the character Charlie White and I kind of started to write in his perspective. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt my niche, I kind of felt my way, I kind of felt my, the way I do things. So yeah. me and, you know my name, made, we've made a lot of like demos together. And mm-hmm. obviously all these three songs are going to come out, but um, right. development at the end of the day, right? So It's no different from you and me. You're saying 2017 is, is, is the time when you was like really writing and nothing's coming up to 2020. It's the exact same thing with me. My podcast planning started in 2017. But it took me till 2020 to release. Mm. So I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. Sense. I mean, I completely understand. I think I had a lot of confidence issues though, because I'm, I'm really into. Same. I really did. I've noticed it the other day. I'm thinking, damn, I used to be so, like, shy. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. even know why. I was just, yeah. like, I was so shy. I think I was just, I think I was very uncomfortable in my skin. D- d- what people don't realize is microphones are just a piece of equipment until you're face to face with it, and it's, it can be quite daunting. Not, not just that, but just like, because obviously artists, you have to go perform. And obviously in England, like at the time, I wasn't seeing no one who can, like, who, who looks like me, who's doing what I want to do. And I think I felt out of place. Like, I just, everyone said go to America, but I'm like, Labyrinth? 
Yeah, but I'm the one that insulted him. He's very talented. But at the same time, I want to, like, boogie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love Michael Jackson. Like, I love Justin Timberlake. You got to remember? Labyrinth. Uh, Labyrinth at one point was huge. Humongous. Was huge. I'm talking 2011. But he was never really influenced personally. No, I mean, I understand. But, um... But my, but at the same time, I want to like add like hood elements to what I'm doing. No, when I say hood elements, I mean like urban urban elements to what I'm doing because I am Makes from sense, that's where I'm from. So um, so yeah, he wasn't necessarily a, a flex for me. I yeah. So really, truly, there wasn't really anyone. Like Skepta started to like switch up his sound after like Blacklisted and onwards. He was just doing crazy shit, but he mm-hmm. was a rapper. So I couldn't look at him and be like, yeah, I can do this. And like even now, I don't really see anyone who's going to do what I'm going to do. Right. Octavian's good. I like Octavian. I like Lotsy for IMDb is pretty good. Um. I like him. There's an called Masterpiece. He released an album. Uh, Masterpiece. Masterpiece. He released an EP a few days ago. Is he African? I don't know him at all. He's black. But, um, Masterpiece. I think I've. Heard... Wait, have you played Masterpiece with me before? Yeah, I think so. But he released an EP the other day. But he like he changed his style. Though. Does he, he have a, an African he... accent? No, he's from England. Does he? Oh, I'm thinking of someone else. Uh, oh, you talking about Odonsi? He's from Nigeria. You remember? No, it was Masterpiece. This is a song called Finally. No, finally it's about to go down. I don't know. I don't remember. I was at uni at that point. It was like crazy. That was when like views came up. Um, no, I don't think because he used to, that masterpiece fellow used to like. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll show you after. He used to. I think he used to do grind. Grind. I watched one of the interviews. He kind of said something similar to me. Like he used to, he was doing grind because everyone around him was doing grind. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that what he really wanted to do. Yeah. So it's kind of hard, especially in England, to like. Be yourself, man. It's, of course, it's very weird. You know what I mean? You can't like just to be you is very like very challenging. But you got to remember, you say that, but there's plenty of genres within the country that a lot of people are doing very well. I know, but it's just like I'm, I think at the time I'm very like. Small. It just depends. I just didn't see a bigger picture. You know? your, it just depends on your market. That too. That too. Um, because based on your market will dictate if you decide to upload it on someone else's channel, like mm. music videos and so on and so forth. Um, I completely understand where you're coming from, man. So tape comes out this Friday. Yeah. What's what? What is it you want to do with this? What is it? Oh, okay. Let's be more distinctive. What will happen next? Because you're saying these are songs that you've recorded for a while. You're just putting it to put it on the platforms because people like it. Cool. What's after that? Well, after that, I'm gonna drop a video, maybe a few videos. And um, I have another song that could have made a tape, but um, I hold it. I just don't want to put it on that tape. Yeah. It's called Where's the Money At? It's one of my favourite songs that I've done so far. Mm-hmm. So that's coming out either December yeah. or January. I'm not sure yet. And um, yeah, then it'll be a rollout for the next one. But yeah. what, what I can say is though, after this tape, don't expect anything I made to sound exactly or anything like what, I, what was on that tape. So it's just constantly evolving. Yeah, I'm like I'm like Quentin Tarantino in a sense. Every t- even though Tarantino films have a similar way it's shot mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but the films itself are always very different, right? So I, I don't know, man. I feel like the market of music is weird because they try they try and make artists and they try and milk artists sound and make him do the thing over and over again. But yeah, I'm but like, to be honest, I think you got to remember what it is with labels. It's like if they look at one artist, they might try and mold someone else because let's say for example, again, let's use Drake, yeah. Um, if he signs Universal, but I don't know, Virgin, I don't know, someone else wants, they might try molding someone to sound like Drake so that label can earn money as well. I mean, if we look at. But personally, I don't think you can ever beat Drake if you sound like Drake. No, but I, I feel like they did that with Post Malone. After Post Malone came, it was Juice World. After Juice World, I forgot the guy's name, Kid something. Oh, the guy's. 
um, out right now. Yeah, he's like a white kid. What kid? Something. I genuinely forgot his name. Oh, is he? Was he um person who was signed to Juice World? I think I know you're talking about. Was he signed to Juice World? He, he has a connection to Juice World. I think I knew, I don't remember his name though, but um, I think Kid, Kid Leroy. Kid Leroy, that's it. Kid yeah. Leroy sounds exactly like a blend of Juice World and um, Post Malone. I get it, but personally, I I don't want to be like. So that. no, so, so so my point was that happens, and I don't know if that's a label thing, no, but that happens, and that's why we have some industry plants. Because labels create sound out of an artist and just like, they, they, they basically mould him up and they just put him out there and they just milk him as much as they can. So this is just my opinion, but I would say Ian Dior and is it 24 karat gold? Is that the guy? <laughs> no, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I know anything, but it's 24 gold or something like that. Um, those two guys, I don't yeah. care about them enough to, to, to do that much research, but those two are definitely... Um, Industry plants, in my, in, my, in my opinion. They might not be, though. Baby Keem is an uh, industry plant. What, what do you, what, what do you, why are you saying that as if it's a bad thing? Because you, there's nothing wrong with it. But the reason why I say that is because of this. Anytime I've heard of Baby Keem's name, it's never been from someone listening to his music. It's never bubbled from actually trending. I've only ever heard of his name from artists. Only people in the industry speak of his name. And that's it. That's it. Oh, is that why you say he's an industry so, plant? To me, he's an industry plant. But he has connections in the industry. Because maybe Kendrick, whoever, just put him in this position. No, but when I first heard of him, he actually... Um, he well, wasn't popping. He wasn't popping when well, I first heard of him. When did you hear of him? He had a mixtape before Die From A Bitch. And that was year? That was 2018. Exactly. At what? that point... He wasn't popping, though. He wasn't. But at that point, his name was already bubbling within the industry because of industry people speaking on him. That was it. You never heard of. Oh, is that what you mean by industry plant? Of course. Okay. And 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 there's more. I can't. I can't. I thought Jack Harlow was an industry plant. But, but I don't know. But when but you again, say that, it makes no sense to me because that means everybody's an industry plant. No. When someone gets signed, what does, what does that mean? Like, no, no, no. Drake was. People can argue Drake may have been an industry plant. So what though? There's a stigma. There's a stigma to being an industry plant. I think what it is is like if you, I think what you're trying to say is that industry plants are kind of manufactured artists, right? They are manufactured, but not all of them. Some of them are talented as well. Like who? Baby King is talented. Cool. Is Lil Nas X an industry plant? I don't want to say that because he wasn't signed when he did all that shit. Doesn't have to be signed. So why is it? Well, you might have connections. You're trying to say that. maybe it was signed, but again, you got to remember a lot of artists that claim that they're independent are actually signed. Mm. I don't, so know, I don't think he, I don't think he claimed he was independent though, but who um but to say he's an industry plant when he did one of the most incredible things you've ever seen in music, it's very hard for me to listen to because I'm thinking What did he do that was so incredible? Old Town Road did some crazy shit. And we've seen some examples of those. We've so we've seen Nothing, examples no, of No no hold on hold on hold on. No no song has been number one as long as that. It doesn't have to be as long as number one. It, it's still a one hit wonder. How is he a one-hit wonder? I don't think he is. Name a hit after that song. Um, Panini was big. And how does the first line go? Hey Panini, it says you want to meet me. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. I'm asking for words. I don't know. I know the melody though. That's that's enough for me. And that's the that's my point. If you, I don't know. I can't name every Drake song. That's great. I I remember the melody though. 
You can't name what, sorry? It's a hot, like, say a Drake line or like a big, let's say Drake doesn't write a song. Yeah. Like Hotline Bling, for example. I might not know all the lyrics for that. No, you definitely know how Hotline Bling begins. You used to come on. I do, yeah. but still, it's the same That's thing. my point. It's the melody. It's just my point. It's the melody. So, cool, 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 cool. Friday is coming up. Yeah, man. You excited? How you feeling? Yeah, I'm definitely excited, man. Just like, just come get this out of my chest, man. Just like, confess my truth. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited for you too, man. I'm, I'm thankful for you coming today and doing this. Um, Thank you for having me. No, of course. Like I said to you before, I wanted to dedicate an episode towards you, just let you speak whatever you felt in your mind. Is there anything else you want to say before we head off? Yeah, man. Um, I'm the greatest. Is that all? <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like, there's, I don't know, another topic. Is there anything else you want to get off your chest? Because after this now, we're waiting until Friday. Yeah, man. Um, I'll say this one one time. I'm the greatest. Well, you just said that. Um, I'm going to be the best there is, yeah. best there was, best there ever will be. Um, my real goal is to be more famous than Walt Disney, actually. And um, cool. we'll see what happens, innit? Hopefully God blesses me. Before we head off here, don't you think it's weird? Again, I'm going to mention Drake. Um, recently, I don't know whose Instagram it was. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> but like, I saw the thing on the internet. Drake said... That um, you're gonna hate on my album at the hate of these. Yeah, but it's music to evolve to, and that worried me. That really worried me, because why what? are you saying that? Let me see what you want. Like I don't want to like think too deep, but why would you say that? Why are we always talking about Drake? Because <laughs> there's always something happening with Drake. But no, no, no. Be like, why would he say that? And that's something to think about, man. Thank you for coming this week, Mike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at some point I'm sure I'll, again I'll be speaking about it like I did on my previous episode where yes, it was sir. like the Drake episode did you like it by the way did you hear it yeah I did man it made yeah. me laugh there was nothing funny it's just I know you personally it's like always laughing talking about Drake so. but did you understand the gist of, of the context of what I was I trying did, to I did I did you understand it mm-hmm. did you learn from it I think I might already know it I don't know what you're talking about but I mean, yeah, of course. You, you, I mean, you would definitely know. You would definitely know. But cool, Michael, thank you. Um, again, like the episode before, can you sign up for me? Yes, Friday 13th, tell the Charlie White, on all stream platforms, go get that. Yes, sir, let's go. Thank you.